The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Look who it is. Hey, good afternoon. It's been a couple of weeks. It has been. It's been a busy couple of weeks. It sure has been. I mean, the only place that we've actually seen is Gord Steinke, by the way. If you're like, who's that voice? You know that voice. Yeah, happy Easter. Um, I say that already. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the only place that we've actually seen each other is out on the road during election coverage. That's right. And it's like, I feel like we've been campaigning just as hard as the candidates (laughs) almost. We had a lot of fun, though. It was like 28 days of whirlwind, and uh, we're out in Drayton Valley and... and, Richie and Fort Richie. Saskatchewan, and then uh, big election night coverage, which which went off without a hitch. And, and you know what? And it looked and it looked so good. I mean, the graphics, how things have changed over oh, the years. Yes, uh, Gord. I know, isn't that <laughs> rehearsals? What? Oh yeah, we were we've been in rehearsals uh, last Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. Monday, and uh, because there's so many bells and whistles now in the virtual set that Jen Crosby was on, which was amazing. Yep, they were. But uh, you know, all these things. It looks when it works, it looks so smooth and like a piece of cake. But to to be to see all our technical people back and forth, uh, you know, pulling their hair out trying yeah. to make this all work, and we want to do the best provincial coverage that the Global and Chorus has ever done, and it paid off. It because did. It really worked well. Yeah. And just to give you an idea of the complications, I mean, Jen Crosby was working on that virtual <laughs> set in uh, Studio Three, which is just a huge airport hangar of a set next to our news set, and uh, uh-huh. that camera they they were having trouble with. It. I think it was Sunday night or Monday night in rehearsals, and they were calling the UK, calling England to get some. That's where was from to get that technology sort of upgraded. Wow. Something about a lens on the camera. It's way over my head. But anyway, the main thing is... Uh, it, it worked. Worked. It worked. And I think our audience really, and the listeners, appreciated it too because we were live on the radio. So it's kind of, yeah. you have to keep thinking... Okay, we're not just going across the province on TV getting these results in. We're also, we're on 630 Chet. Uh-huh. We're on 770, is it, in Calgary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was interesting. It's just, uh, you know, we, the two, I've been in this business 30 years. You've been in, what, 35 years yeah. or so now? And you look back at uh, all the elections that you've covered over exactly. the years and just how things have changed. Um, you know, that, that all that fancy stuff, all that animation and those graphics, I mean, that was just... You, we wouldn't even wrapped our minds no. around it in 2000 when I first started working with you at Global Edmonton. Well, it was th- just that's the thing. Linda Olson, who's my my cohort in Calgary, she does the five and six in Calgary, and uh, she said. Uh, you know, she says, well, the first time you and I did an election, a provincial election together, and she's got a better, way better memory than me. I said, no, what, what is it? She said, we did one 18 years ago. Oh, my gosh. With Ralph Klein back, I think it was 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. And uh, anyway, that was a lot of fun. She uh, loved working with her. It's, and like I said, it's fun to see your, your colleagues work, who work at other stations in a different market and uh, kind of brought it all together. Yeah, and it's and, 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 and that throws uh, a little bit of a, a wrench into things as well, because if you're used to working with a certain person sure. all, all the time yeah. and, and then that changes, um, it does shake up your world a little bit, but it gives you that opportunity to... Um, to try each other on for size, well, let's put it that way, yeah, right? Exactly, and also to find out what uh, what what's her daily routine uh-huh. like. Is it similar to mine? Working, you know, work for the same company, and yeah, you find out pretty much for doing it's a curve. <laughs> take, copy. take notes yeah. for <laughs> next negotiations. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, it, it turns out that it, yeah, it's just all uh, we're all in the same team. We're all there yeah. to get the election results out as fast as we can. And what was it? Thirty minutes, and we didn't know. This is what what was interesting. We didn't know when the results would be coming in, right? Because remember, we were talking. Tuesday afternoon, I think we were on the... I was talking about our 412 yep. hit. 
on our crossover hit, and uh, it was beginning to sound kind of like with, with all with seven hundred thousand people voting in these advanced polls, and most of the, a lot of them being counted by hand. Yeah, how are we are we going to be able to call this election yeah. at all? But by eight thirty, we had a pretty good idea. Yeah, so I sat down, I got home, um, did the pregame show here, got home, sat down, uh, poured myself a bourbon on ice, and sat <laughs> nice. back and watched you guys do your thing. And it's always, you know, I think a lot of people <laughs> think as soon as eight o'clock happens, a flood of numbers comes in, but it does. And it does. Nope. It does take a, a a little bit, and it was probably about fifteen, twenty minutes. You're scrolling through everything. Finally, start to get some and uh, then meeting and boom, it yeah. just exploded. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Um, the polls were right, and yeah. I think you know they're looking. What they are saying today that um, voter turnout over seventy okay, percent isn't that, that amazing? Yeah, they haven't seen that since uh, well back in the Klein era. I guess there was a couple. Oh, uh, Ed Stelmack. I think there was quite a, a turn out then and also you go back to 1935 that's right 80% but I'm used to and so are you we're used to covering elections <laughs> where you're lucky if you got 40% yeah. out right yeah exactly so um, voter turnout was 66% in the 1982 election um, and then the largest ever voter turnout was 81.8% in 1935 right the smallest 40.6% in 2008 70% of Albertans I mean people were um, engaged. They were engaged, on so many but levels. but yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. And and, and um, you know, we heard it over and over again: jobs in the economy, yeah. jobs in the economy. And again, um, I, and I know some people don't want to make room for social issues in this. They're saying, you know, we have to get jobs and economy, yeah. then we can worry about yeah. the social issues. But if you looked at them all, there was a lot of engagement. There was a lot of people who were waving their flag and saying, you know what, I'm going to be a part of this. Yeah. And, um, and that's a beautiful thing. And that was nice to that's see. The, it was a, a great thing to see, that, that kind of turnout. And, and everybody that you talk to at, at the polls or while we were out on the road, whether you're in Drayton Valley, there it was. We're, talk, we're in the heartland of oil. And mm-hmm. People were nice enough to, you know, to come up up and explain, look at this is how frustrated we are here, and you really got a sense, and you went to Fort Saskatchewan, and sort of the same thing, only for more business sense, yeah. about, you know what, these are hotels have a 20% occupancy yeah. rate, that's it, that's unacceptable, and then you go to Ritchie, and they're worried, you know, they're, they're concerned about family issues as well, and they want to know about $25 a day daycare, uh-huh. and, and, it, and, it, and it's all young families, too, so they've got their their own agenda that they've got to look, they got to look after themselves. Well, there's so many layers, yeah. right? You can say, okay, well, this is my number one, and for, I think for a lot of people, their number one was was jobs in the economy. But yeah. for another family, it might be something else. It yeah. could be daycare. It could be whatever. All and you put it all be. together. And yeah. so um, what I'm hoping to see, and, you know, um, Ryan and I uh, talk about it in this week's uh, edition of The Announcers, talked about it a little bit yesterday afternoon as well, um, because I have a caller, uh, Chris, who has called in over the past couple of days and just said, you know what, he's hopeful that, um, you know, all of the folks out there who have kind of planted their flag on either mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Um, and, and we know on and either side, there's extreme on either side. Right, there's no middle now. But anymore. there is a number of people yeah. that are kind of on the, let's say the middle of the mm-hmm. center of, of those or on the, you know, the closer to the right. Worlds, yeah. You know, can we get past this divisiveness? Can we get past um, the name calling, the nastiness? Um, my text line yesterday afternoon was absolutely brutal. And I just said to folks, I said, yeah. you know what? Um, you know, if, if, if you're not going to use grown up language and you're going to resort to um, calling names, then guess what? I'm not reading your text and I'm not even going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to give it any weight. Yeah. So let's try to have some open, honest 
debate. Healthy debate, yeah. But here's the thing. One of the things that they say about listening Mm -hmm. is that most of us don't listen to listen. We listen to react, right? Wanting to get our next point out. And I think that we could all do so much better if we spent some time and listened to listen. Well, those true words are never spoken. That's right. Exactly. And And We live in one of the... I'm biased. You're biased. I I think we live in the best province in in Mm -hmm. the country, if not North America, as a just as a as a the way the province is and where it's situated and how it runs and we all have to get get along in this situation or it's yeah. going to be a, a disaster again yeah. you can't keep going tugging and pulling at everybody and, well, and the people have spoken now we've got a majority yeah, government in here and uh, let's give them a chance and you know you look at uh, you've got um you know both of them uh Good leaders in their in their own yeah, in their own right. I, I was wondering, watching Rachel Notley uh, on Tuesday night, and I was going, I wonder if she's going to step down and mm. just say enough's enough. But you know what? She's a sort of a political animal, and I'm glad that she's going to be, be a good, healthy opposition there with her and there. She knows she's learned a lot in the last four years, and and the people around her as well. Yeah, it's a learning experience. I, I didn't expect that she was going to say that she was going to step down. I think, yeah, I think she knows the the importance of a strong and an effective opposition and I know even with a majority government people will be texting and saying but it's a majority government doesn't matter but still if you're able to um, you know bring raise up your raise your questions yeah. and hold some feet to the fire that's the way it works that's and that's it so and hopefully they can they can you know I mean it was a nasty the one absolutely most it campaign, was right in any election I've ever seen and probably in the history of Alberta hopefully they're, they're gonna have to put the uh, differences aside and let bygones be bygones and and she's gonna have they're gonna have to work together yeah well they, they talked about it today. There was a news conference earlier today. Um, um, uh, Rachel Notley, Jason Kenney, a meeting. I think it, it looked like it was at Government House, actually, and uh, came out and spoke afterwards. And But just as the transition, you know, yeah. this is what's going on here. This is what's going on yeah. on here. Um, kind of like two sports teams. You know, they don't like <laughs> each other on the ice, but uh, they have to come together when the when, when you know, here's, after the Here's the thing. At the end of it all, you know, when, when the NDP uh, was voted in in 2015, I think a lot of people, it was kind of that, uh, like that skid out of, uh, I think it was Eddie Murphy, raw or delirious, whatever it was. Oh, we voted. We didn't, we didn't expect that, but here we are. (laughs) Uh, We gave them, we gave them a chance. Yeah. Um, Weren't happy. Weren't happy. So we they've made a, another decision. That's that's what happened in, in 2015. Yeah. I mean, people were ticked off um, with, um, you know, 44 years of uh, what they call conservative entitlement. Yeah. Um, and so they said, okay, we're going to make a change. Okay, so we give them four years. Yeah. We didn't like it. Now here we go back. So you know what? Right now, what I say is, you know, sit back. Shut up, yeah, and let's yeah. watch and see what happens. And you know, Kenny's going to get he's he's already right. He's a hard worker. He's going to get right yeah. in there. And you know as well as anybody, being a, hosting a talk radio show here, and and like what we found going out and taking our show on the road, the people are there be Drayton Valley or in Red Deer mm-hmm. or, or Airdrie or wherever. People in this election really knew the issues and they knew what they were passionate about. And I've never seen a more well-educated electorate ever like and, and even that goes for young people too mm-hmm. i mean eight I've, i got emails from 18 year olds who were saying this is the first time i voted but i felt passionate enough about this issue a or b or c whatever it was that they went out and voted and that's kind of that's been unheard of for me in the in the past to have 
even 16-year-olds talking, like my granddaughter, talking about issues in school, and they're having mock votes. You have a 16-year-old granddaughter? Yeah, no, I do. Just teasing yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> and she's way smarter than I am. She really opened my eyes to a lot of the issues that the, yeah. the, the, the young people are, are looking, looking I, at, I teenagers. Think, I think both of those main parties did a very good job in uh, f- uh, fueling some fires yeah. um, and, uh, on, on their main issues. I think um, the uh, Notley government did not do a good enough job on um, waving the flag on the things that they think that they did well. I, I think that that um, that nasty campaign, the the, the websites, Maybe I think some of that, that. I think there was too much focus on although, that, and I think that backfired. Although David Aiken was saying, we had our, our political correspondent on, David Aiken mm-hmm. was just a, a wonderful, I thought he was just a... Oh, he's a, amazing. He is. He had such wonderful insight. I mean, not just into politics in Alberta, he's able to put us in the big picture mm-hmm. of Canada as well, but, I mean, he was saying that the, the name-calling and the dirty tactics, he said, really didn't have an effect on, on voters that much. It's more, you see that in the media and the headlines. He said people in this election in Alberta, same thing that, that I mm-hmm. found out too, talking to them, they're concerned about the issues. So let's put the, let's put all that finger pointing aside and yeah. and dig into it. So And that's kind of healthy too. I well, it, it'll be fascinating as well because I think um, you know, just even in the past couple of days, I mean, election night uh, uh, Premier-elect Kenny's speech, he came out, he was just, you know, throwing punches. That, that speech was almost, it was like, that was his campaign speech. It was open for business. It was a very strong um, and uh, very powerful speech. Yeah, speaking French (laughs) and, you know, targeting to to Premier Legault in Quebec. And, um, you know, I think if anyone believes that on April 30th, as soon as um, Premier-elect Kenny becomes Premier Kenny, that the the red stamp and, you know, everything is going to be open for business, that that's, you know, we're not going to click our heels three times and boom, everything is going to be better. There's economists that are saying that jobs in this province are going to be a main issue for a long time to come. And, you know, there are certain things that Mr. Kenny is is focusing on uh, when it comes to pipelines, when it comes to... um, Uh, You know, carbon tax, when it comes to equalization. Well, those aren't provincial issues. And yes, at a province level, you can wave the flag and stand up. Absolutely. But it's a federal Federal issue. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I think I'll throw out here and make a prediction. I think this is what's going to happen. You know, in the summer, uh, those of us in the media, it's Mm. always the doldrums. The legislature, (laughs) you can fire a cannon and nothing's going to happen because they all take a big break for the, for the summers, you know, you, you watch, I I bet there's not going to be any break and our political uh, reporters Mm. better get ready because I think they're going to have a busy summer. Well, they said, you know, uh, what is it? Tuesday, April 30th, uh, the, he's going to be there, will be sworn in um, the third week of May. That's when the first sitting of the legislature is going to happen. Uh, you know, bill number one, repeal the carbon tax. Bill number two, the open for business bill. You know, all of these, yeah, uh, you know, right the turn through. on bill 12 with the turn yeah. off the, the tapsing. It's going to be fascinating to watch what happens here over the next coming months. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. And I have absolutely, to be honest with you, no doubt that, that Mr. Kenny, uh, Premier-elect Kenny is going to be able to, you know, now hold uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's feet well, to the fire to get things well, done. And it's not just Kenny because we've got a coalition of conservative exactly. provinces. We've got a whole band of them that oh. are all together now. So Trudeau must be uh, thinking twice here, wondering oh, what wow. is going on. I think uh, different. It's a different political landscape for Justin Trudeau than when he was elected. Incredibly different. Yeah. And I think as we go into this next uh, federal election campaign, which you know is going to start, well, it's pretty much already started. You yeah. know, um, it's going to be. A tough one. Yeah. It is going to be a real tough one. Um, and and who in Alberta is going to be standing up for 
uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. I think you're going to, I, there's no, I, I'm going to say there's not a whole lot of love lost, nope. <laughs> you know, here in in Alberta for him. Yeah. So I think that that's going to be a, another fascinating one. I mean, we've seen this blue wave really sweeping, uh, well, we saw it sweep across uh, Alberta and, and it's Stand across it. Canada Scott as well. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's more of that, you know, to, to come. So it's going to be a very interesting summer here as the, as the campaign ramps up. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. <laughs> The election uh, cycle has settled down, so that means Gord Steinke got to join me in studio once again yeah, this week. it's been fun. We're kind of back to normal, and we can all take a deep breath now and look back at uh, the work that we did, I guess, and, and I hope yeah, listeners and I viewers just, enjoyed what we did and, and appreciate the hard yeah, work of reporters and our and technical just, team put in. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. You know, that sort of Great stuff. Crew. I'm just looking forward. I, I, I'm, uh, You know, at, at the end of it all, the, the decision is the, the decision. decision. Yeah. So uh, let's move forward. And, and watch what happens. Let's get crap done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, speaking of some of the people that we got to work with, I hadn't worked with uh, David Aiken before, but mm. you and uh, what a what a sharp cookie <laughs> that guy is. A quick study. He was a lot of fun. Um, Dave Aiken is a, our senior you, you parliamentary reporter. You yeah, go quite a ways back with with David. David and I go back to Thunder Bay. Uh, David was, um, and he'd been on the show a couple of times over over that week uh, uh, as well. During a, uh, was it when was it? Just Tuesday, last I know, few just days. Tuesday, yeah. Uh, David Aiken uh, was uh, originally like a cub reporter at the Thunder Bay Chronicle Journal. Wow. In yeah. in Ed, or in Thunder Bay, and uh, yeah, I was. So what years are we talking about? We're talking 92, 93. Okay, so it's the time I started here. Yeah, and one of our jokes is one of the last times we saw each other, we were at a party together. Uh, having a few beer, yeah, and then we walked in, and uh, we've talked on the phone or sure. uh, through and, the line. And you but follow his career, and absolutely he's followed yours. Yeah, and, and you know it's fun? it's interesting because he's got such an interesting background background mm-hmm. because he's done newspaper, he's done radio, and he's done television, yeah, uh, as well. But so. he's a real political junkie. You can tell he loves it. He's heading to PEI next for their election, so he's got to learn all of their writings and the dynamics and the history, yeah. and he loves it. He, he says, "I just absolutely love it," and he he likes getting out and talking to people and and getting a sense of what's going on and looking at the polls. Mm-hmm. For me, I kind of glaze over after a while because I'm just, you know, I, I enjoy it, but I'm just not that uh, politically engaged, I guess, on, on any front because I've been covering them for so long that you, you see all the parties for what they are, kind of, and, you know. Yeah, you know, people who are political junkies are a different uh, breed, different breed. You know, I look at, you know, the the David Akins, and I look at, you know, even Jespo. I mean, Jespo loves that stuff yep. inside uh, and out. It's not my first love. Right. Um, yep. I'd rather, and I think you and I are more... Uh, more well, of the like, same. We like telling interesting stories from the about people. people. That, the people that are voting. That's, That's what right. I'm interested <laughs> in. And why are you voting the way you are? And yeah, yeah. tell us what affects you. That's what I've yeah. always been about. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. and you know, but everybody has their own strengths and, and does things yeah. uh, a little bit differently. Yeah. But Dave and I, I think the last time we saw him, we were both probably drinking, you know, cheap warm beer because we were making, you know, yeah. <laughs> minimum wage in Thunder exactly. Bay years ago. And so. it's fun to reminisce about that. And, and like I said to him, too, is. Uh, I had a crush on one of his co workers. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you think about that, and it doesn't seem that long ago to me. That's the funny thing when you look back to 90, because that's what Linda Olson and I were talking about when she said, yeah, you and I, she said, I started, she said that she'd started STV in Regina. Yeah. I was working at CBC Regina, News World and, and, uh, and, the, and their news in the newsroom. And I was also working at the Regina Leader Post doing whatever <laughs> I could do you know, as a print reporter. But uh, yeah, she said that was 87. And she's and I remember wow. her there and she remembered me there. And that's before I took off for Minneapolis for a little stint. But 
it just doesn't seem that long ago. It's funny, that's what my dad said. He said, you know, when you get the older you get, the, the quicker time flies by. And boy, was he right. Well, think about this one. Um, yesterday, April 17th, marked um, the 17th anniversary of the friendly fire accident in Afghanistan. Wow. 17 years. And I was talking to um, um, one of the families yeah. um, that uh, lost it, a loved one. And I said, I said, must seem like yesterday, but then a lifetime away. And she said, or a lifetime ago. And she said, that's exactly it. Yeah, because it's right? still on your... They'd be thinking about no, it every single day. No, but 17 years. I know. Just like Columbine, 20 years. 20 years. For that. that. I almost had to take a second look at that, too. But anyway, it's uh, it's interesting, isn't it? How time's flying by and another election, and here we are. Uh, take a breather for maybe a couple of weeks until uh, the ledge starts up yeah. again, and that'll be interesting, and then we'll be into a federal campaign. Yeah. I we'll do you, it all over again, Gord. I hope you and your listeners have a wonderful <laughs> Easter. You, too. Yeah. All right, we'll one. see you next week.